Welcome to another episode of Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust. I am Martia Umar. Thank you for joining. For some time now, there have been sustained campaigns for cost-cutting measures in governance across the board by consent Nigerians. Following unsuccessful attempts by successive administrations to reduce the number of federal government ministries, Departments and agencies as a cost-cutting measure, former President Goodluck Jonathan in 2011 set up the Presidential Committee on Restructuring and Rationalization of Federal Government Parastatals, Commissions and Agencies under the chairmanship of Steve Orosai. The Orosai Committee submitted an 800-page report on April 16, 2012, which recommended the abolition and measure of 102 government agencies and parastatals. Ten years on, there has been little or no actions towards implementing the recommendations of the report. Dr. Ibrahim Adam is an economist and he explains how the implementation of the Orosai report will benefit Nigeria. My name is Dr. Ibrahim Mohamed Adam. I am the head of the Department of Economics and Development Studies, Federal University, Buses, Dao States. Generally, um, the cost of governance in Nigeria is, is very high. Uh, looking at uh, the dwindling revenue, the government has been looking at uh, ways to reduce the overhead uh, expenditure. And uh, this is one of the reasons why the, the committee was put in place to look at uh, those excess areas where there is need to actually augment and uh, bring about efficiency in public service. And uh, eventually they came up with so many recommendations and uh, very important uh, were those recommendations as regards to amalgamation and margin of uh, many of the MDS. Many ministries, departments and agencies collapse would be merged with others. Based on that, the government gave us plans that uh, uh, none of the civil servants will actually be retrenched. So, Okay, now looking at the economy and knowing that this report has been there, you also mentioned that the cost of governance is very high. And each time this recommendation is made, and then Mm. of course recently the white paper was presented to the federal government and then an implementation was promised. But... Some people say this is just another mere say of implementing what this report has recommended. Why do you think that, you know, there's this lag or there's this unwillingness to implement this report? Now, actually, to be honest with you, whenever there are changes that are being introduced in a system, certainly it has its own pros and cons. It has a negative and positive and uh, looking at the recommendations, it will actually affect so many uh, senior civil servants. You Why know? so? Because, uh, ministries. He, because the president said nobody was going to be sacked. So how is it going to affect the senior civil servants? Thank you. Nobody is going to be sacked, but many will be uh, many high profile now okay? Okay. that are heading uh, ministry agencies. Now will, will be fostered, will be redeployed to other departments that will... That will be just like ordinary uh, workers there. Do you get it? Hmm. You know, for instance, now, let me give you an example. Okay. The, the NAPTEF, okay, NUC, okay, 
yes. and uh, other regulatory bodies. They are going to be merged to become one. So the chief executive officers of the two, okay, or two out of these three, will be called ordinary floor members. Eh? NBTE, NBTE uh, executive uh, executive now will now be uh, will, will be under NUC, and and so this will actually many many of the senior civil servants, if they have their way, they will prostrate this implementation because they will be affected because. The, uh, now you are heading a whole processal. You will, if that processal is closed and merged with another one, you are not losing your job, but you are losing your office, your privileges, and other things. So as a result, uh, certainly there will be a lot of frictions, pressure, you know, from all quarters. The people that they think they have interest at stake, their positions, their 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 elated positions, you know, will go. So so there is this internal pressure. You know, which is, is, is not visible to, to, to many of us outside. Our problem in Nigeria really like it. Patriotism, you know, and, and, and the issue of corruption is everywhere. Everybody wants to lay hands on a public treasury and get away with it. And, and that is a problem. Otherwise, this will have been a very good move by the federal government to reduce cost of governance and save this money and turn it to other uh, performance sectors that will impact more on the economy. But but many people will go against it. Many 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 solicitors will go against it because they will actually uh, lose their positions. Mm. Uh, what do you recommend as an economic uh, for this report? What's yes. the economic gains for Nigerians? Okay, thank you. Now, one, these recommendations are implemented. There are unnecessary costs that are being incurred now that will be saved. In trillions of naira, this money that is saved will now be channeled to other very critical sectors, such as manufacturing sector, which is very very important. Such as they will go into revitalization of agriculture. If this will be implemented, you know, with all political will, this money that I will be injected into the rural sectors will now bring about economic growth and development through uh, uh, increase in production in all these sectors. And local production will be boosted. We will have more available goods and services in the country that will lower the prices of goods and services, which will actually enhance the living condition of Nigerians. So this clearly, clearly will have positive impact on the economy of improving livelihood and, you know, lowering cost of living because goods and services will be available and will be much cheaper. So this is the most important benefit. And I tell you, most of the combination, I look at them critically. They are positive and they will actually, in fact, positively, if they are religiously implemented. Implementation is also another thing. Not bringing another set of people that will recycle these resources back to their pockets. This is where the problem is. But if we can have uh, genuine government interest and political will, and we can also have right people that will do this with all sincerity and fear of God, then you will see so much changes. And government will be able to actually cater for so many things. And this money that we are borrowing, every budget, we have deficit, but we have to go and borrow money. Like now, the plan 2023, they are borrowing... 11 trillion of, of, of naira to cover the gap. 
I think we, if we are saving money from these unnecessary expenses, because when you look at this money, that will be much. There is duplication of roles, okay? There is monot uh, there is a lot of redundancy, you know, in them, which really this this some of these parasite ministries they supposed to be collapsed and matched because of uh, a recurrent expenditure of government will be saved enormously. And that was Dr. Ibrahim Adam, an economist. We'll go on a quick break. I'll be rest assured that Nigeria Daily returns shortly to stay. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's the bearing. A podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash daily trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash daily trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust. To listen to this episode of previous episodes of Nigeria Daily, visit the Daily Trust website at www.dailytrust.com or on buzzsprout.com. You can also listen on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify or TuneIn Radio. In this episode of the show... We are looking at why cutting Nigeria's huge cost of governance in the face of dwindling economic fortunes may remain a mirage or, at best, mere platitudes. As RSIA's reports for cutting cost of governance have now resurfaced after 10 years. Before the break, we heard from an economist, Dr. Ibrahim Ahmed, and he explained how the implementation of the report will benefit Nigeria. The report recommended also, among other things, the discontinuation of government funding of professional bodies and councils. We also had a conversation with a public affairs analyst, Mr. Akimalolu, in Lagos, who shared his thoughts with us on the recommendation from the Orosayens report in cutting the cost of governance in Nigeria. In the first instance, the reason for the Orosayens committee was to tinker with the bloated civil service. President Buhari is in power for the past seven years and four months or so. He has not also been able to implement it. What we have presently are expected to be looked at. There has been creation of more ministry like the Ministry of Human Rights, something like that. And there have been other committees created by the present sitting government. So if the if the government has no will to exercise the implementation of the Orosai reports, the white, the white paper may just become a miserable scrap sheet of paper. Because give or take, Nigeria has sunk further than before. We are totally indebted in, in, in trillions. Because give or take, that some agencies will be left will not be allowed to be touched for political reasons. And if we use political reasons for everything that we are doing in this country, we'll continue to make maro to that government will always start and finish uh, uh, its term in office. So with the way things are going, I do not see uh, the president implementing even the white paper uh, reports. But 
my advice to the president that you should take the bull by the horn, scrap some of these agencies, including the ones the ones that he created, like the Federal Ministry Ministry for Human Rights and all that and all that. They are very very unnecessary. Yes, the ones um, passports, prisons, civil defense, fine. Who will now be in the processing international passport for the Nigerian citizens? It has not been explained even by the Orosaye report. The aberrations, civil defense should, have, should be scrapped completely. They are only essentials during the war. We are not at war. The internal security problem is not a war situation. It was the incapacitation of the sitting government not to act on time and not to act quickly. Now, if if we are saying that some of these ministries have to be scrapped from the report and uh, the response we got from the government that nobody will be sacked, is that even possible? Well, you promise something which they will not implement. There is no way people will not be sacked because some, some directors have been in the system for too long. They have to be eased out. There are so many redundant staffs. They have to be eased out. So how the president is going to get out of this quagmire of saying he's going to uh, lay off workers, I don't know. But the fear I think they have is that they have problem with ASU. They have problem with many other uh, associations. They don't want to provoke Nigerian Labour Congress. So the fear is there. You see, there are certain things a government should have done on time. But like uh, Femi Adesina, we always say, um, the president may be slow, he's following the due process. The sluggishness over time, look at the results and effects now. And that was Mr. Akimalolu, a public affairs analyst. With that, we draw the curtains on today's episode of Nigeria Daily. To all the people whose voices were heard on the show, we want to say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a daily trust production. It is open for sponsorship and advert placement. You can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com or on buzzsprout.com or even listen to us on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola, Unity FM 93.3 Jazz and Badegi Radio 90.1 Niger State, precisely in Mina. If you have questions or comments, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at Daily underscore Trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. You can call or send us a message on 091-389-33390. Thank you so much for listening. I am Martia Umar. Bye for now.